Welcome to Row 2 Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Roto Play Podcast. I am your host, Kent Blue. Happy 2019 to all of you out there. You know, 2018 was rough for a lot of reasons, so my goal in 2019 is just to make it a fantastic year for myself personally, for my family, and for Roto Play. So I'm excited to do that. I hope all of you are along for the ride as well, and together we can just make 2019 just kick ass all over 2018 or something else that might make more sense than what I just said. Whatever. 2019 is going to be great. All right, so just last night on Wednesday, the day before this episode hits, I was over on Victory Condition Gaming YouTube channel, as I find myself quite often, to announce that I'm going to be part of, of a Mutant Year Elysium campaign. It's going to run all of 2019, once a month. I'm going to be a player in this. I'm so excited to be in a long-term campaign over on Doug's channel. I watched the campaign he did in 2018 for Tiny Dungeon. And it was incredible. So when Doug asked me if I wanted to be part of a campaign in 2019, I immediately said yes. So I don't have a lot of experience with the Mutant Year Zero uh, setting or anything, but I'm pretty excited about it. If you want more details on that, head on over to Victory Condition Gaming YouTube channel uh, and check out the video. It should be up there live. Uh, well, it was live. It should be up there now to, to, for on-demand to watch. And get all the details on the Mutant Elysium game and just all the other stuff Doug's going to be doing in 2019. You should really be subscribed to, to that YouTube channel. Doug puts out a lot of great content. He's a real good, positive voice in the tabletop role-playing game sphere. Uh, Doug's just really good people. This week, we have a game that is special to me because I played it with my son, Eli. We're playing Amazing Tales by Martin Lloyd. Uh, it is such a fun, simple game, and we had a great time with it. This is Eli's really first experience with a role-playing game that, well, it's definitely his first experience with a role-playing game that I didn't run. So he's a little nervous at first, but he got into it, and I think we told a really great story that Martin led us through, and I had such an amazing time, and I'm so happy that I got to share this experience with my son, and now I get to share it with you all. So this week, we're getting into Amazing Tales, which you can find all the information about buying it down in the show notes. I recommend it. It's a good light system that you can just pick up and play at any time uh, with your family or with friends. It's it's super simple, uh, but you know it has some good mechanics to it. So definitely check out the show notes about where you can buy it. Thank you so much to Martin for coming on and running the game for me and Eli. It was a lot of fun. All right. With all that out of the way, let's jump right into Amazing Tales with my son Eli and Martin Lloyd. All right, and this week we are playing Amazing Tales. It is by Martin Lloyd, who, um, well, actually, I have another player here with me today, my son, Eli. First game on the podcast. Eli, say hi to everybody. Hi. All right, are you excited to play this game? Yeah. All right. And today we have Martin actually on to run the game for us. Martin, welcome to the show. Hi, good to be here. So, yeah, I'm just going to hand it over to you. You can tell us about yourself, about the game, and then get us into this adventure we're going to go on today. Okay, great. Well, 
my name's Martin Lloyd. Um, Amazing Tales is the first game I have ever written, and uh, I'm delighted to say it's doing pretty well. It's a game specially written for children to play together with their parents, um, and it's written for kind of one or two players. So with the two of you guys today, this should be just about perfect. Um, it is a zero prep game. So the idea is that when, you're, when your kid wants to play a game, you can sit down and start, and you don't have to read a module, and you don't have to think about anything. Um, I did a tiny bit of preparation today. I've, I've made up a Pinterest board with some kind of cool pictures on it. Um, so I'll be looking at that for inspiration as I go. Um, but that's kind of it. But, of course, the first thing we need to know is a little bit about characters. And to make the characters, you need to know a little bit about where we're going to be. So I had a quick chat with Kent on the email uh, a couple of weeks ago. And so we thought this adventure should be an adventure that takes place in a land of myth and legend a long time ago before before history was being written down. This was when the world was still young, when monsters were still out there um, and when magic was still real. So this is the kind of world we're going to be making a story in. And the land where this happens has great high mountains with snow on top and caves inside. It has deep, dark forests. It has hidden valleys. It has lonely castles and towers where mad wizards live. And it has deep, hidden away temples where strange priests do strange things in the dark. Um, it has all these kinds of things. One thing it does not have is a name. So can you guys think what would be a good name for the land where our adventure is going to happen? Hmm. What do you think, Eli? Do you have a good name for this land? Well, he is talking about, like, m mad wizards. Yeah. And, uh... What about something like Wizardlandia? Something like that, yeah. Something like that? What do you think? You got anything Anything different that you think? The mad wizards? The, well... <laughs> Do you want to, I think, how about the land of the mad wizards? Yeah. Land of the mad wizards. Okay. That sounds good. I'm going to write that down. And of course, in this land, there are many people and there are also some heroes. And you guys are going to be the heroes. What kind of heroes might you be? Have you got any ideas, Eli? What kind of, what would your hero look like, maybe? Uh, you have like a mask and gloves. Uh, Casey's got a mask and some gloves. Maybe he like, like a little cape or something. And a cape. Okay, so he really looks like a kind of superhero hero. Has he got? Is he like big and strong? Is he kind of skinny? Is he short? What what kind of? He's big and strong. He's a big strong guy, and um, mm. does he uh, does he fight? And if he does fight, what kind of weapon might he have? He fights with. I think he's got like I an mean, axe. A big axe. That's cool. An axe. Okay. And does he, apart from his axe, which he carries with him, does he have any kind of things he carries around with him? He might carry around some backup weapons. Okay. Some, some even more weapons. Yeah. Okay. How about anything special like ropes or maps or. Um, he carries a. A little piece of paper around that kind of like tells them the directions or something. Like a map. Okay, but is it sounds bit, like it yeah. might be maybe a little bit magic. Is it a bit magic, this piece of paper? Uh it kind of makes them go a little bit faster. It tells it like 
a shortcut way or something. Okay, it tells him the quickest way to get to places. That is pretty cool. Um, does he have does he have like a big beard or is he clean shaven or? Um, he doesn't have a beard. He doesn't have a beard. Okay, no. I'm just trying to draw him here so I have a feeling for what he might look like. And he's um, does he wear armor or is he kind of like a big muscly guy who just walks around with his muscles showing? Um, big armor. Big armor. Okay, lots of armor. Let's draw that on. So if we had to pick four things this guy would be really good at, um, what might those four things be? Like, I'm thinking it sounds like fighting with his axe is probably going to be one of them. Yeah, um, he can, like, kind of, like, punch a little bit stronger than other people. Okay, is he strong? Should we write down, like, being really strong? Yeah. Yeah. We can cover lots of stuff with that. He's really strong. And we should write down his magic uh, his magic map. Yeah. So finding shortcuts. That is a really cool magic map. I've never heard of one like that before. And one more thing. Is he, is he big and scary? Is he good at making friends? Does he speak lots of languages? He um, can... Uh, his... He can be good at disguises. Like he can pretend, like pretend to be on the bad guy's team and dress up as it. Oh wow, that is cool. Okay, Um, and you know what he needs? We need to stop calling him he. We need to give this guy a name. What is his name going to be? Like a superhero name, or just like a regular name? Well, like a kind of axe-wielding, heavy armor-wearing kind of guy's kind of name. Like maybe oh. like maybe a bit Viking name, or maybe a kind of... Yeah. Uh, or we could just call him Bob, but I feel like that might Oh. What's a big, strong name that you think of? When you think of someone strong, what, what do you think of their name? Oh. Something like... Hmm. Let's see. Big, big, and strong. So maybe something like ox, or you know, maybe maybe he's named like bear because he's big and strong like a bear, or something like grizzly. Yeah, grizzly. Kodiak. Yeah, I kind of like ox. You like ox? Ox. Yeah. Okay, ox. We're gonna call him ox. And now I have some very important questions. What is he best at? Is he best at fighting with his axe, being really strong, finding shortcuts, or disguising himself? Disguising himself. That is his best thing. Okay. So that is going to be his D12 skill. So when we use that, we're going to roll the 12-sided dice. Uh, What is he next best at? Is he next best at finding shortcuts, being really strong, or fighting with his axe? Oh... Fighting with his axe. Okay, so that is going to be on the D10. So when you use that, we're going to roll a 10-sided dice. And then is he good at uh, being really strong or at finding shortcuts? Being really strong. Being really strong. That will be rolling the 8-sided dice. And finding shortcuts. That will be the regular 6-sided dice. Okay. Okay. And I have drawn a quick picture here, so I don't forget about him. So okay. that's that's what I think he looks like. That's but, good. Uh, looking, right? yeah. yeah. Okay. And Kent, we need to do the same thing for you. So, have you got any ideas? What kind of hero might you be? I'm All guessing. Right. 
So I think I'm going to play, I'm going to play a kind of short rounded, uh, kind of like a short rounded dwarven lady, I think. Okay. She's real, lady. real small to the ground, kind of, kind of, kind of plump. She's got long, like longer brown hair that's done in braids that come off the back of her head. Okay. Do dwarven ladies have beards? This one does. She's got this a nice does. Okay. long I'll beard that, that goes down off. over her stomach. Beard in here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, what kind of things is she good at? What, what, what kind of person is she? Well, she is a very happy person. So she's good at telling jokes. Mm-hmm. She's good at sneaking around. She is good at throwing things. She's really good at throwing things. Okay. And she is good at running really fast for a short time. So she's good at sprinting. Let's say sprinting. That's pretty cool. I'm just trying to draw a bit of a... I'm not drawing this too well, but there we go. A bit of a the belly. Um, what does she wear? Does she have... Is she a dress? Is she in kind of... Trousers and traveling things. Or? I think, yeah, I think she wears like trousers and, and you know a, a traveling shirt and stuff like that. Something that lets her, well, you know, a letter that'll let her run pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and of those things you named, what is she best at? Is she best at telling jokes, at uh, at sneaking around, at throwing things, or at sprinting? I think she is best at throwing things. Okay, so that will be on a D twelve. Uh, and then is she best at sneaking around, uh, telling jokes, or at uh, sprinting? I think next up she's best at telling jokes. That's a D10, and then sneaking around or sprinting? Uh, we'll go sneaking around and then sprinting. Okay. Um, does she carry anything with her? I'm just I'm just about to draw her hands. So. <laughs> um, she carries a nice little bag with, full of rocks that she throws. Uh-huh. Maybe there's some gems in there every once in a while that she'll toss at someone. Um, and she has a nice big, you know, kind of a nice big rope that she that she takes with her. Okay, I'm just going to draw that. It's kind of slung over her shoulders there. There we go. That's the first time I've ever drawn a, a female dwarf, so we'll just... Looks good. Go with that. <laughs> okay. Oh, and she needs a name, of course. Um, her name will be Helvi. Helvi. So we have Helvi and Ox. Now, Helvi and Ox, do you guys already know each other? Uh, what do you think? You think we know each other? No. No? Okay. Okay, you don't know each other. Okay. Um, and uh, I am think I'm going to say we start our adventure uh, on a high path through just through the edge of some mountains so on the one side you've got the mountains going up and on the other side you've got a big forest off to the other side and you're making your way along a narrow path um ox you have the the mountain on your right and helvi you have the mountain on your left uh and you guys are walking along and at about the same time um you hear uh a kind of crumbling rumbling sound maybe something is collapsing and then you hear some shouts of help. What do you do? Well, Helvi, does it sound like the shouts are in front of me? Yeah, they're, they're further down the trail in front of you. All right, Helvi will, will first check to make sure it's not her stomach that's doing, making all the rumbling and noises because her stomach growls a lot. And once she figures out that it's not her stomach, she's going to take off running towards the sound. Okay, you're going to run. And uh, Ox, what are you going to do? Uh, hmm. I'll probably look around to see where it's coming from. Okay. 
Okay, Helvi, you sprint really quickly along the road. Ox, you kind of look around a, a bit more, uh, a bit more carefully, and look around, and you can see maybe a few hundred meters away from you. You can see some dust rising. It looks like there's been a bit of a landslide. Um, Helvi, can you roll your sprinting dice? I can. That was my D6, correct? That is your D6. And whenever we roll dice, we just need to get a three or more. Let me write down sprint because I got caught up in my character and forgot which ones I did. So, all right. So D6, need a three or more. I rolled a two. Okay. Um, Helvi sprints as fast as she can along the mountain trail, but the mountain trail is slippy and crumbly. And as you get closer to this, uh, you realize there has been a landslide. The path becomes really unstable and you slip and tumble and you start to fall down the side of the hill and you're left kind of grabbing on holding on suddenly it's quite high up here that all the ground has has dropped away and there's a bit of a cliff ox you come around the corner and you can see um ahead of you this pile of rocks and just on the other side of this pile of rocks you can see um a small dwarf woman holding on to the to the edge of the cliff uh, what are you going to do She's just in there, just got one hand dug in, grabbed, you know, just everything's dangling out below her, and she's just slid down. How far mountains are we apart of each other? Like, how far apart are we each other? Oh, she's not far away now. I'm, I'm just like 10 meters away, maybe. Um, I need help. Help me. I will probably. Hmm. You want to help her help me out? You could, you could try and uh, lift her up with by being really strong. Uh, you could try and uh, find a shortcut and maybe get round underneath her. I'm going to try to find a shortcut, and then I'm going to tell her to drop down. Since I'm really strong, I want to catch her. Okay, so first, can you roll your finding shortcuts dice? That's your six-sided dice. Okay. You're going to need a three or more. Okay. Three. Got a three. Okay, you just make it. Um, you quickly check your your uh, kind of magical piece of paper, and it points you to a side path that you hadn't seen, and uh, this very quickly brings you out just underneath the struggling Helvi. Um, uh, Helvi, it looks like uh, this big strong stranger is ready to catch you. Are, are you going to let go? And so I look. Helvi looks down and sees you stand there. What are you doing? You got your arms open or something ready? I got it like this. All right. I say, do you think you can catch me? Yes. All right, you look big and strong. So Helvi just lets go and just lets herself fall backwards. Okay, Ox, can you roll your being really strong dice? That's the eight-sided dice. It's a pyramid. Or the, yeah, this one. Uh, this one? Okay. Yeah. Wait, i got to get three or more, right? Three or more. Four. Woo. Now, she's a bit heavier than you were expecting, and you, and you take a little step back when you catch her and nearly slip. But in the end, it's okay. You've, you've, you've caught her and you set her down on the path. Helvi gets down, brushes herself off. She's like, oh, thank you. What's your name? Ox. Well, it's nice to meet you, Ox. My name is Helvi. I was just walking along this mountain, just seeing what was going on. And then there was this landslide and I ran to help and fell down. Help, comes a sound from above you. Help, I'm trapped under the rocks. Well, Well, someone's up there under the rocks. I think we should go help them. Yeah. All right, so Helvi, Helvi's actually going to take a rope and she wants to throw, kind of throw it up there and see if she can latch it onto something and, and climb up because she thinks that's going to be quicker than the going up, you know, the shortcut that, that Ox took to get down there because she didn't really see where the shortcut was. So. Okay, can you roll your throwing things dice? I sure can. That's a 12. Whoa, is that the biggest number on the dice? That is. Then something extra amazing happens. Can you tell me what that is? 
So I think Helby throws her rope up there. She makes a little lasso at the end of it and throws it up and, and, and it lands on this big rock and she pulls to make sure it's tight. And she starts to climb up. And as she's climbing, just as she gets up that final pull, she pulls and it pulls the rock over and she can see inside and see where the person is. So she knows exactly where the person who's trapped in the rocks is. She can see their face and kind of their hands, you know, trying to dig out. Yeah, that's great. So, and what you can see is, is maybe five meters away, right? Buried deep in the rocks, but, but, uh, Somehow they've fallen and they haven't completely crushed this person to death. You can see someone stretching out a hand. Uh, and when you pull the rock to one side and the light comes in, they, they kind of blink and they shout, please get me out of here. Get me out of here. Uh, it seems to be a, an old-ish man. He's got kind of gray hair, but he, he looks like he's in, in pretty good shape otherwise, apart from having lots of rocks on top of it. Yeah. So Helby will, will try to pull a couple of rocks, and they're they're heavier than what she can handle. So she'll look around for for this big this big beefy yeah this ox. big beefy warrior that she saw, and you know looking for ox. What are you going to do, ox? Um, I think I'm going to need help moving these rocks. Well, is is it smooth, or can I like climb up it? And there's like something I can climb up with it. Well, Helvey's Helvey's rope is still up there, I think. So you could you could just climb up that pretty easily, I think. I'm gonna climb up Helvey's rope, and since I'm really strong, I might try to pick up like one of like rip out one of the rocks and throw it, so Helvey can like get the man out and try to save him. Okay, can you roll your being really strong dice? Was that your biggest one? Do you remember? Uh, that's, uh, that's an eight-sided. Eight-sided. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna write these down for you. This one? Yes. No. 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 The, this one. Okay. Two. Oh, oh no! You uh, you lift away the first rock. You lift away the second rock, and you realize that you you're gonna have to get right inside that tunnel to to really lift away the the next one. Um, so you've made a tunnel in this landslide. You go in there, and then you you lift that next rock. And there's a horrible rumbling noise and a shaking noise and you're left there and you realize that this rock is too heavy and it's right above your head and you're kind of stuck and you can't put it down, but you can't lift it up. You're in real trouble. Um, what are you going to do? I'm going to try to... think maybe you could use that axe somehow. Yeah, I was going to try to get the axe and maybe like cut the rock in half or something. Whoa. Okay. Um, you can roll your uh, fighting with your axe dice. That's got ten sides. Ten sides? Yeah. That, yep, that one. <laughs> tell them. Tell them what you rolled. Two. Oh, no. So you uh, you take out your axe and you swing it at the rock, but I don't know. Maybe it was just a desperate move because axes aren't great at cutting through rocks. And the, and the axe makes a kind of ringing noise. And now lots more rocks start falling down all around you. Uh, and it's getting really dusty and dark. And you can't see Helvy. What are you going to do? This, this rescue is going badly wrong. So, so I, imagine, I imagine the old, uh, uh, the old man's probably, probably a little scared at the moment. So Helvy wants, yeah. wants to tell him a joke to try to kind of calm him down a little bit. And she's, she's pretty good at telling jokes. Okay. So she wants to calm him down. So I'll roll my D10 and see. That's a nine. That's a nine. Oh, okay. Well, he was panicking a lot. Um, Helvy, do you have any jokes to hand? I do. She says, uh, "We're gonna, we're gonna." She's gonna say, "What do you, what do you call?" She says, "Sir, sir, sir. Uh, 
what do you call a dinosaur that is sleeping? I, I don't know. Why do you want me to? What, what do you call it? I don't know. A, don, a dino snore. <laughs> a dino snore. That's, oh, that's pretty funny. And whoa. Okay. Oh, that, that kind of helped. Oh, oh, yeah. hey, hey, wait. I've got a I've got a crowbar here. If I pass that forward, hey big guy, can you maybe use that? Yes. Sure. So he he pushes forward this metal bar towards you and you can kind of just drag it a bit closer with your toes. Um and now you can maybe use that to move some rocks. Um do you want to try rolling being really strong again? Yeah. That's your eight. Mm-hmm. You can do it. You got it. Yes. I got a five. A five. Okay, good stuff. So, yeah, that's just what you need. You kind of push some of the rocks away and you push them so hard that some more fall off the side and suddenly you've got open space above you. You can see the sky again and then you can easily clear the last few out and, and drag this this old guy out of out of the rocks. He looks at you and says, oh, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Bjorn, uh, Bjorn the trader, and my... And my wagon's just been crushed to bits under those rocks, but I thought I was a goner. So thank you. Thank you so much. What do I call you guys? I'm Ox. And my name is Helvy. What what were you trading? What were you what was in your wagon? Oh well, if you dig a little further in there, you'll you'll find a whole lot of mining equipment. I was I was heading down to the mines about about three days from here. And uh, and yeah, so there's there's ropes and and torches and and pickaxes and fortunately there was that crowbar yeah thank goodness that was in there or i don't know we weren't we weren't doing too great a job of getting you out well i'm out now and uh i think i can just about walk well thank you and while you're talking to him you you both notice that that behind him now you've cleared some of the rocks you can see the opening of a of a big kind of cave opening up behind him um and uh and around the edges of it are uh, signs of, of actual stonework. So it's like somebody's had a, a doorway built into the side of this hill, which is, has now been opened up. Wow, Ox, you, do you see that? It looks like looks like there's some some sort of like maybe someone lives here. Yeah. Maybe we maybe we can go in and go in and explore it. Let's do it. Uh, uh, Bjorn, do you think do you think we could uh, use one of we use one of your torches that that you drop back here. Oh, you you take uh, you take whatever you can dig out of these rocks. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. I think there's a there's a village about half a day away. I'm I'm gonna get myself down there, and when I've rested up, I'll come back and find what I can. But are you guys really going in there? That looks that looks old, and that looks dangerous. Oh yeah, I think I think it'll be be a good adventure, and you know, adventures. You, I mean, usually you can you can find great treasure in, in places like these, and I and I sure do. I like adventure, and I I like treasure. Okay, well, well, you watch out because, uh, well, you know, in the land of the mad wizards, there's there's always a mad wizard somewhere. Well, that that is true. Ox, have you have you ever seen a mad wizard? Yes. Oh wow, what what was he like? Or was she like? What what kind of wizard was it? Um, it was a boy with purple robe and a wizard hat. Did it shoot like fire? At the one, the one wizard. Did he, turn, did he turn you into a frog? I hear they do that. Me too. I've heard that too. He had little freeze in his hands that he could shoot at people and freeze them, and he did that to me. Whoa! But but you're still here. How did that happen? Well, I was. Um. Did someone unfreeze you, or did? Did you just break out? How did you get it? I mean, how'd you get out of that ice? That's impressive. I was, I was so strong whenever 
I was doing that, and I was kind of like pushing and all of that, and it broke out. Wow. And and what did you do to the wizard after that? Well, the wizard ran off, and I couldn't find it. So that okay. that that ice still wizard is still out there. Oh my goodness! Oh, Ox, I'm that it. You're super strong. I'm glad I met you today. Okay, Bjorn looks at you. Well, I'm I'm going to be on my way. Are you sure you don't want to come down to this village? No, oh, I want to go see what's in this cave. Me too. Okay, well, you're both braver than me. Thank you again for saving my life. And he starts to make his way down the trail. Uh, you guys, meanwhile, can look into this uh, into this cave. Uh, you you have now a torch. And there, by its flickering light, you can see the passage disappearing deep into the mountain. What are you going to do? Well, I think Helby's going to walk down in there. You know, kind of stay close to Ox if Ox is coming. Yeah, um, I'll kind of do the same thing a little little bit. Who do you think has the, do you have the torch or do you think Helby has the torch? Me. You do? Yeah, you're taller. So I think the the light would go out more if, if Ox was holding it. Of course, that means you have to might have to put it down to use that axe. But we may maybe maybe we'll see what happens. Oh, I, I think Ox is uh, Ox is strong enough. You could hold a torch in one hand and his great big axe in the other one. That would work. Um, you start to make your way into the the deep dark tunnel, and you've gone just far enough that you can't see the daylight where the entrance was, and you start to hear a kind of skittering noise. Like something moving on scratchy feet. Oh, Ox, Ox, do you hear that? Something's in here, it sounds like. Yeah. You better, I hope you have that axe ready. I don't mean, it could be, it could be cave troll or like wolves or, I mean, it could be something we don't even know about. All right, I'll just get out. It was a a hissing. There's a hissing noise. What are you going to do? Helby's well, Helby's gonna get a couple reach into her into her, her sack and get a get a couple rocks, one in each hand. I'm gonna do I'm gonna get out my axe. Okay, you heft your axe and get it ready. Which now, is a good thing because all of a sudden you hear skittering from behind you and in front of you and some kind of giant lizard creature uh, with dark scaly skin and a big red mouth lurches towards you and out of the shadows and you get the feeling you can hear another one behind you somewhere uh, it hisses and it lunges forward to bite you what are you going to do uh, um well i kind of jump back and i try to get it in time like cut it with my axe in time okay so you can roll fighting with your axe uh helvy what are you going to do um i think helvy is so do I see like any any torches that would be stuck in the wall or anything? Any way I could light this room up where we are up anymore? Um, well, you've got one torch, and yeah, there's a it's a it's a you can see there's a bracket where you could where you could put your torch in. Okay, uh, I think I think Helby's going to be able to have your hands free. Yeah, Helby wants to grab the torch, you know, from from uh, from Ox, so he can really get that axe ready and 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 sprint over. And, and put it in in the bracket. Just okay, so Helvi, you can roll your sprinting dice. Let's do that one first. All right, that's a five. Okay, you grab the torch from Ox. You rush across. You set it in the wall, Ox. Uh, you can now see there's there's one of these creatures in front of you, and uh, and you out of the corner of your eye, you can see another one creeping up closer. Um, and you swing your axe. Roll that dice. That's your ten. Nine, ten. Mm-hmm. I got a seven. 
Okay, tell me what it looks like, Ox, when you hit this uh, lizard with your axe. It's big. It's it's about the size of a of a big dog. Um, it's almost as big as Helvy. Maybe. I will probably. Um. So you hit it. What does it look? What does that look like when you hit it? Like in a movie, what would that look? Well, I went for its tail, and it chopped its tail off, but the tail grew right back. Ooh, it's okay, wow. Okay, so you slice the tail off, and you're thinking, that's pretty good. I've nearly cut that thing in half. But the tail starts to just grow straight back, and the other tail is still wriggling around on the ground. And now there's another one coming towards Helvy. Okay, Helvy, what are you going to do? Helvy's going to take take two rocks, because she's really good at throwing things. She's going to throw those rocks and hope that it just it hits it right kind of at the eyes, you know, kind of blinded a little bit. Okay, you can roll your throwing things dice. Okay. Ooh, a four. Just enough, but what does it look like when those rocks pound into that lizard? So Helvy takes the two rocks, kind of kind of juggles them a little in one hand a little bit, and then just you know, kind of a sidearm throws them. And they go fly across across the cave the room here and and just bounce off the, the lizard's head and the lizard kind of stands up, you know, and for just a brief moment, because she didn't get as good a hit as she wanted, for a brief moment it can't see very well. So it's kind of floundering about, you know, just swinging its tail and your lizard is confused and stumbling back. Ox, what are you going to do? This this lizard cutting it in the tail did not work. What are you going to do now? Um, maybe its leg so it doesn't run off. Okay, you can swing your axe again, going for the legs this time. Give it a give it a big roll. Ten. That one. This one? Yeah, that one. Two. Oh, Here you, you know jump forward. You swing your axe at its legs, and it kind of skitters back. And as it does that, that tail that, that you'd cut off kind of slips across and wraps itself around your leg and trips you up and you fall down. Um, okay, um, Ox, what are you going to do? This, uh, it sees you fallen down and now it's it skitters towards you and this this tail is, is wrapped around your leg and is working its way up your body. It's starting to stretch tighter and tighter around you. Um, it comes up to my face and it's all slimy and it rubs all slimy and gooey stuff all over me. Oh, that's horrible. No. Okay, what are you going to do about it? Um, you can maybe be really strong now. That might be good. Or or do something with your axe. I'm going to pick up my hand and I'm just going to grab it and throw it somewhere. Okay, you can roll your uh, being really strong dice. Yeah, sure. so. Eight. Eight. All right, you can do it. You can be really strong and rip this thing off you and toss it. Four. Yeah, okay. So you grab grab hold of the tentacle and you throw it away. In fact, maybe you, do you throw it at the, the lizard that's coming to get you? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of whacks it on the head and it, it stumbles back. Uh, okay, Helvi, your, uh, your lizard is a bit stunned and a bit confused. And uh, behind you, uh, Ox is having some trouble. What are you going to do? Well, the one that, that I hit with the rocks, uh, I'm going to run just as fast as I can and, and just throw my shoulder right into it, kind of shoulder tackle it uh, to the ground and hopefully hopefully squish it a little bit. Oh, great. Roll your sprinting dice. Okay. Oh, that's a one. Ooh. Oh, you rush towards it, and just as you're, you're about to kind of shoulder charge it, it opens its mouth and <sighs> breathes out this kind of green, poisonous-looking smoke, and suddenly everything goes a bit wibbly-wobbly, and, and you're not sure what's happening, but you're pretty sure you're not standing up anymore. Okay, Ox, um, you're kind of getting back to your feet. Uh, uh, 
there's there's one lizard in front of you. There's uh, something's gone horribly wrong with Helvy behind you. What are you gonna do? Well, since the feet didn't work, I'm gonna try maybe going for. I'm gonna try one more time to go with the feet. Okay, you can roll your uh, fighting with your axe dice. Four. Okay, yeah, you bring your axe right through and you slice off its front two legs and it just kind of collapses on the ground and it's pretty definitely, well, it's maybe not dead yet, but it's going to be dead very soon. Okay, Helvi, you're kind of struggling for consciousness, but you can maybe think of something to do. Uh, you can hear this lizard getting closer. What are you going to do? Um, so Helvi's just kind of rolling around on the ground trying to stay awake and and um, I think, let's see... I think she's going to yell, Ox, come kick it or something. Okay, Ox, what do you do? Yeah, you hear that. What do you do? Well, I'm going to go over there and try to grab it and throw it. Okay. It's a whole lizard. You're going to pick up the whole lizard. Being really strong dice. Yes, there you go. Come on, be strong for me. Pick this lizard up and throw it. Five. Nice. Oh, yeah. Tell me what it looks like when you pick up a lizard and throw it a long way. I kind of pick it up and I just launch it over to the other lizard and it hits it. Okay, cool. You pick it up, you throw it, it bounces into the other lizard, which is now definitely dead. And then it looks at you and it kind of skitters off into the darkness. Um, You're not going to be seeing that again. Wow, that was an amazing feat of strength. Good job. You have never seen anybody be that strong before. Your name, it just really, I mean, ox, you're strong like an ox. Did I tell you I was so glad that I met you today? Because that thing, that thing would have, it would have chewed me right up had you not been there. From further down the tunnel, you hear a kind of strange moaning noise. Maybe it's voices, maybe it's just the wind, but it's, it's far off, but it's, it's kind of a deep noise and it's weird, makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up oh yeah helvy shivers a little bit it's like oh do you know anything that moans like that no you know that's that's creepy sounding but i mean i think we we beat those lizards so i'm gonna i kind of want to go down there and you know it's exciting i really want to kind of go down there and see see what's down there i mean if we got these lizards and we got we got this other thing it's there's gotta be great great treasure down there don't you think yes you want to go down there farther, or do you want to turn back and go home? Let's go down there farther. Yeah. All right. So Helvy's going to go over and jump up and grab the torch out of the bracket and, and, and head on down. Yeah, you start making your way down the tunnel. Um, ahead of you, uh, the, the tunnel kind of widens out. It's getting nicer as, as you go further in. It does feel kind of like it's probably nobody's been down here for quite a long time. You get the feeling. Um and it's made of these huge, big stones. It must have taken real kind of amazing skills or engineering or maybe just very strong creatures to make this place. Um, the lights of your torch kind of flickers on the walls, and you can see strange carvings carved into the walls, uh, shapes of creatures like you've never seen before. And, uh, and then you get, um, you can see just ahead of you, uh, just your torchlight glints of, so, of something metal hmm. uh, a little bit closer and and yeah that's probably some kind of metal door down there so helvy helvy walks up to the door and looking at the wall and all the the strange creatures and she gets to the door and grabs it i mean is there a handle that, that she can grab onto 
There is a handle. And just as you reach out to grab it, you can hear footsteps on the other side. So she stops. She says, Ox, Ox, do you, do you hear that? Someone's, someone's walking up to the door. Yeah. Do you think, do you think they're a friend or should we, should we knock or just open the door? What do you think? We should just probably open the door. You can hear the footsteps kind of going away now. Okay. They're walking away. Okay. Let's, let's open this door. Let's see if it'll open. Will it open just easy? Okay, you give the door a pull. It's heavy, but it opens like it's on kind of well-oiled hinges or something. And you pull it back. It's made of uh, solid metal. It's probably iron and copper. And I mean, if you could work out how to get this thing out of here, it would be worth a lot of money. Um, but you mm-hmm. open the door up, uh, and inside you can see a kind of a big hall. Um, this strange kind of glowing lights just around the top of it giving you a sense of how big it is it's it's really high it's it's maybe uh, you could easily fit a, a house in here including its roof kind of thing and it goes off into the distance uh, and there are pillars along the walls oh my goodness ox this is this is just incredible this this whole big place is just in the side of this mountain and no one ever even knew do you think there's i mean there's there's got to be there's got to be treasure in here yeah, I bet there is. And you can hear um, some footsteps coming back now. They're getting louder. What are you going to do? Or is there any anything we maybe we can hide behind these pillars and, and try to see who's coming up? You think so? Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Tell you what, um, Helvi, can you roll your sneaking around dice? And you can kind of tell Ox where to hide as well. Okay. That's my D8, I believe. That's a seven. Okay, you, you drag Ox behind the uh, the right pillar, and you see um, uh, something, like, you guess it's patrolling as it's kind of coming back down the side of this, this room. Um, it's it's walking on, on legs, uh, and you'd think it was human. It was kind of about human-sized, except the shape of it has a really weird kind of bend in it like its back leans all the way back and then comes back around in a kind of s shape and the head is kind of long and flat uh, and narrow and it does have arms and in its arms it has uh, a spear and in the other a shield and it's getting closer and closer do you guys want to wait where you are or do you want to do something else what do you think ox you want to stay here and hide or Step out and say hi, or what do you think? I want to step out and say hi. Okay, I'm gonna let you do that. So step out and step out and say hi to this thing. Hi. Do you want to tell it who you are or anything, or just what do you think? My name is Ox. It stops. It turns towards you. It kind of freezes and points its spear forward, not like like it's attacking you, but kind of like it's getting ready. And then it makes this strange kind of hissing noise that says. Why are you here, Ox? Tell it why you're here. We're here to... And Helby says, we're just here to explore. Tell it we're here to explore. We're here to explore. Takes a couple of steps forward. There are no explorers here. There are only the Slith. You must go. And Helby, Helby steps out and says, we're not going to go anywhere. We're just exploring. We just want to see what's down in here. And and it your little lizard attacked us. Towards you. What are you doing here? Two of you sneaking thieves. 
we're not thieves. We haven't stolen anything. And she puts her kind of hand on her hip and, you know, gives it gets real sassy with this thing. It takes another pace forward. And you can see now it's it's got a kind of snake head uh, with huge big fangs in its mouth and a big kind of like a cobra's hood puffed out around its neck. And it's now fully inflated. And it shakes its spear, which has a, a kind of rattle on the end of it. And it does sound like a rattlesnake. And you can see on the edge of the spear some kind of blue-green substance. Ooh, gel or mold or something. That probably wouldn't be good if it stuck us with that. What do you think, Ox? What are we going to do? It looks at you. Leave now. Enjoy the two days remaining to you and all your warm-blooded kind. Like they have bad plans for, for you. Well, you should get your rope and I should get my axe. You try to throw the rope around it and while it's wrapped around, I'll just try to hit with my axe. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, so Helvie's going to try to take her rope and lasso this thing and hold it still that way, that way, because it sounds like sounds like this snake person wants to go out and hurt or, or kill everybody outside of this cave. So so yeah. Helvie's going to la- try to lasso it. You can roll your throwing things dice. All right, let's see and here. Ox, I'm guessing you're going to be rolling your fighting with your axe dice. So I rolled a nine. Okay, and Ox, what have you got? You got your ten, which is all right. Rolling, let's see what happens. So I've got it. I've got it caught. Uh, nine, six, six. Okay, tell me how your plan works, guys. All right, that so has worked. So I will start. So, so Helvy, as as this thing's talking, and and you know, after it says it's going to come out and and hurt or, or kill all the warm blooded creatures, she throws her lasso, and it goes over, and it it slides over this thing's head. As soon as it's over, she pulls it tight and pins its arms kind of up against its body. And she yells, Ox, get it. So what does Ox do? So Ox gets out his axe and he comes up to it and he just kind of like hits it with it. And it kind of like. Is he like trying to chop it or just knock it out? He's trying to like chop it. Yeah. Okay. So Ox leaps forward, swings his axe. There's a kind of sickening chopping noise. Chunk. And there's a lot of green blood everywhere. Um, but whatever that thing was, uh, it's dead. It's dead now. Yeah. yeah. And you can see it has um, it has its spear and it had its shield. And it had some kind of weird headdress thing attached to the back of its its thing. And you can now hear much more clearly this kind of moaning, chanting noise that's coming on. And just as you're bending down to examine it with its kind of its last breath, it looks at you and says, I am but one. We have been here long and we are legion. And then it dies. Well, Helvie's going to, she's going to kind of kick it around a little bit and, and, and grab the spear because spears are good for throwing and she's good at throwing things. So she's going to pick up this spear and look it over and make sure not to touch the end of it where that, that, that stuff is dripping off of it. And she says, Ox, I think, I think we better, I think now we're going to have to, we're going to have to stop these creatures. Do, what do you think? Yeah. How we, I mean, we're going to go, we just going to go fight them? Is that, I mean, you look big and strong, like you're a good fighter. You think, think we could do it? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, okay. let's, let's go. All, All right. right. You, you make your way forward. This, this big hall doesn't, doesn't seem to have anything else in it but when you get to the end of this big hall you come to a balcony and looking down off the balcony uh, you can see 
it goes down maybe a dozen floors, this place. There's a huge kind of pit in the middle, and around the sides of this pit are more and more rooms and shapes. And in all these rooms, you can see the shadows of, of these kind of snake creatures walking and slithering and moving. And then down at the bottom, uh, you can see a huge kind of statue of a giant uh, snake. It comes up maybe 10, 15 meters tall. It's still a long way down. Um, and you can see that there. And in its eyes, even from this height, uh, you can see that its eyes are gemstones. And they must be the size of a man's head. Look at, look at, look at those gems. Those are... We could buy a castle with those. I mean, we're going to stop all these these snake people first. Yeah. We could probably buy two castles. Okay, but it does look like there are an awful lot of them between you and down there. And you can also hear that this moaning, chanting noise is, is coming from down there around this statue. You can't quite make out what's going on down there. It's kind of shadowy. Um, the phosphorescent lights that are illuminating this place are mostly in the roof and on the outsides of the balconies. Um, I don't know. This might be a great time for a cunning plan. Okay, so Helvy, Helvy thinks. All right, she says, okay, all right, Ox, here's here's what we're going to do, Ox, or what I think we should do. I'm going to take my rope, and I'm going to try to hook it onto something up there on the ceiling, and I'm going to jump up on this balcony railing here, and I'm going to tell a really funny joke. To get them all to look around, then I'm gonna. Sw- then you can swing down there and start just going crazy with your axe, and I'll 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 jump down too, and I'll throw a spear and my rocks, and and I'm sure I'm sure that'll work. What that's do you a, think? That's a pretty good plan. Let's do it. You think so? Do you have anything special you want to do? Do you have any any other any other things you want to do? Or yeah, take a look, Ox. You've got fighting with your axe, being really strong, finding shortcuts, and making disguises. Mm. Hmm. A couple of things maybe you could use there. What do you think? I'm going to use my disguise. Ooh. Okay. Well, Go. disguising yourself as a snake thing is going to be pretty hard, but fortunately it's kind of shadowy down here, and you do have um, a dead snake and a bunch of uh, snake equipment. Yeah, you could... You could go get all of that stuff that snake was wearing and, and kind of use it to make a disguise, and maybe you could maybe you could trick them. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. All right. So let's go back there and get all the stuff and see if we can make you look like one of these. All right. Okay. You head on back and uh, and start disguising Ox as a snake. Uh, do you want to roll your disguise dice there, Ox? Was that... What was that? Was that the D12. six? Oh, the D12. Yes. That was your good one. So you got the right dice? Yeah. That's your big... Yeah. All right. So roll that. Let's see. I got one. <laughs> well, Helvy looks at you, and you look at yourself, and you know what? You look just like one of those snake things. This is such a good plan. It looks really, you know, I think I think it'll work. I think you look just like one. Okay. Oh. So, so what are you going to do, Ox? You're going to go off and uh, and sneak down there? Going to just go down there and talk to them? Yeah. All right, Helvy's going to... She's still gonna take her take her rope and try to hook it onto something. That way, maybe she can swing around and use this spear to to get them as she's swinging around. Yeah. Okay. So, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say when you get down there? Um. Are you walking down there first? Yeah, I'm gonna say, "What's going on here?" Okay. You uh, you head down. You you make your way to the end of the end of the room. You find some stairs that go down to the next floor. You head down there. Um, there are uh. 
three of these uh, snake creatures in the next room down. Um, they don't look like they're kind of guarding anything. They look like uh, they're probably talking to each other about something. Um, they have uh, some food laid out in front of them. At least you assume that's why they've got a collection of dead rats. Um, <laughs> maybe they have a different plan for that. Who knows? Um, uh, uh, but you're in a brilliant disguise. So you just start walking through the room. And you get about halfway when one of them turns to you and says, Would you like a rats? Yes. Helby's just watching and you know, she's, she's trying to listen as good as she can. They come across and they hand you, uh, one of them hands you a rat. And as you reach out to take it, you realize that it has scaly skin all over its hand and fingers. And your hand is kind of smooth and human skin. And you take the rat. And as you take the rat, you realize that it knows exactly what you are. What are you going to do? It knows you're not a snake. I'm going to try to make them. So here's my plan. I'm going to try to make Helby tell a joke so they'll look away. And I'm going to try to just stuff in my pocket or something. Put the rat in your pocket? Yeah. Well, I think they know that you're you're a person. So they might, you know, I can tell a joke, but you better be ready to fight. Okay. Okay. Helvi, um, uh, I want to hear another joke. All right. Well, maybe you tell the joke first, and then we'll roll the dice to see how they react. All right. So Helvi jumps up on kind of up on the uh, the banister of this uh, balcony and says, Hey, snake people, how do you talk to a giant? One of them looks confused and hisses, but somehow can't resist providing the answer. I don't know. How do you talk to a giant? You use big words. Let's see if Roll they the find this funny. Find it funny. <laughs> a three. Right on it. There's a moment of absolute silence. Helvy's really scared that her joke did not make them laugh yet. From from one of the balconies on the other side comes this faint kind of hissing noise, and it goes round and it gets louder and louder, and it sounds like there are hundreds of them all making this strange hissing noise until eventually you realize. That's what they sound like when they laugh. <laughs> now get him, Ox. Get him with your axe. And Helvy's going to throw a rope to try to lasso onto something after she Okay, Ox, what are you going to do? Um, the, the three who were looking at you uh, are both uh, laughing a bit and very confused by what's going on. What are you going to do? I'm going to try to hit it with my axe. All three of them at one time? That'd be, a, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Go I'm going to try it. Go for it. Is it my... Your 10. That one. Good job. All right. Come on. Big number. Get them all three. I have to get past three to get them all? If you get a three, you're going to do what you want to do. Six. Yeah. Six. More than three. Okay. Tell me what it looks like when you take out three snake creatures. So I get out my axe and they're kind of here. Are you getting out my axe? But... Then, before they could turn around, I just, I just hit him with my axe. This is just like okay, one big they've all, swing. They've all turned yeah. to see who cho- who told that funny, funny joke. Um, and they've all turned. And then the next thing, thunk, 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 it's over. <laughs> one big swing, yeah. Just chopped them all down. Okay, yeah. Helvy, um, do you still want to swing on your rope, or are you going to... I think, yeah, I want to swing on my rope, and as I'm, you know, once, uh, if I start swinging, I'll start using the spear, maybe just poking them as I go around. Okay. What have we actually got for that? Um, 
Well, they're they're down, so you can roll your uh, your throwing things. Or do you want to swing into some new part of the the caverns where there are still lots of snakes? Uh, I think I'll swing into a new part. Okay. So let's go throwing to see if I can hook onto something. Yeah. All right. Oh, boy, that's a two. We're not doing very well. Oh, dear. (laughs) Um, You can indeed hook onto something. Uh, You throw your rope out. You hook onto something. It looks pretty stable. Uh, You take a quick run up. Yeah, you're very fast. You jump out. You swing. Your rope is not long enough. You fall just short of the balcony on the other side. Your momentum carries you back, but not far enough. You fall just short of the balcony you jumped off from. You swing back again and again and again and gradually come to a halt in the middle of the room. Um, From the balconies, hundreds of snakes turn to look at you. Uh, One of them hisses. Go on then. Tell us another one. Oh, no. So Helvi, Helvi, just, you know, just thinking of, of the best joke that she has. Uh, um, and and uh, she she says, uh, uh, okay, 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 okay. What time is it when the clock strikes 13? We don't know. What time is it when the clocks strike 13? It's time to get a new clock. So let's see. Let's see how that one goes over. Oh, that's a two. <laughs> Bad dice. Very bad There's dice. a strange kind of breeze just drifts through and makes you swing gently on your rope. Uh, there's a sound of kind of vague hissing from around the sides, and then one of them says, we use sundials. Um, Ox, what are you going to do? Um, Elvie seems to be stuck maybe 50 meters in the air above this giant statue of a snake, surrounded by lots of snaky things that are all looking at her. She's on a rope, though. I mean, Helvy, you could actually climb down quite a long way from from where you are. Well, yeah, I think Helvy would have slowly start sliding down. Well, if Helvy's going to start slowly sliding down, I'm going to try to be down there or something. To... Will I be able to drop off and, and land on my own, or will he have to catch me again? Yeah, that last bit is going to be tricky. Yeah. Um, you might need someone to catch you. Um, I'm going to try to catch her. Yeah, okay. Ox, how are you going to get down there? Because you've still got, like, maybe five floors to go, and they're all full of snake creatures. Mm, Well... Is there anything in the room that you could use, maybe? What do you think? Hmm. Or you just want to go down there and punch in and swing in? Yeah. You could try and fix your disguise, or you could try and cut your way through. I may try to cut my way through. Okay. Right. Ox, you, you grab your axe, you start running down the stairs, swinging out at any snake creature that gets close to you. Uh, can you roll your fighting with your axe dice to see if you can cut your way down to the ground floor? Sure, ten. Oh, th- there you go. All right. You got to save Helby. Six. Okay. You rush down the staircases. There are many, many snakes. Most of them are kind of not looking at you. They're looking at this strange dwarf hanging from the roof. But some of them do spot you and some of them get in your way. But you're strong and you shoulder charge them to one side and then you swing out with your axe. There's hissing and kind of snake screams coming from behind you as you career down the staircase. Um, You charge down there. You reach the ground floor. You rush out into the middle of all this space. And suddenly, of course, they all see you. Uh, Meanwhile, Helvi, Ox has suddenly appeared more or less beneath you right next to this giant statue of a snake. Uh, What are you going to do? Well, Helvy's gonna Helvy's gonna drop down as soon as she sees that Ox kind of runs underneath of her. 
and, and hope that he catches her. But okay. Helvi, you can uh, well, you can just let go. Ox, uh, are you gonna? What are you gonna do? There's a uh, Helvi is falling towards you. I'm gonna try to catch her. I hope you do. <laughs> okay, roll your. That's your eight. Your Being strong, really strong dice, yeah. Which is this one? That one? Nope, the other one. Oh. There you go. You better catch me. Eight. Ooh. Okay. Whoosh. You catch Helvi perfectly, and something super good happens. What? What could that be? Um, uh, maybe I kind of like find an- another hidden secret map that takes me like another shortcut map or something. Hmm. Okay. You uh, you're rushing down there. You catch Helvi. You look around and you see that beneath the base of this giant snake statue, um, some kind of passageway. And and uh, and you kind of glance down at, at your own magical map, and you realize it's telling you that that is a way out. Um, but before you have a chance to do anything about that, uh, a clear and decidedly non-serpentine voice rings across the room. What is going on? What are you all looking at? And somebody walks out of the shadows. Um, they're in a, a long purple robe. They have white hair. And... Uh, they look decidedly crazed. It's a mad wizard. It's that. It's a familiar mad wizard. Ox realizes. You look at him, and he recognizes you, just as you recognize him. You again, he says. You know who it is. Yes. What do you say to him? This. What do you say to this this wizard? What are you doing here? I'm so glad you asked. After our last encounter, I realized that I needed to greatly increase my magical powers if I was to have any hope of ruling this kingdom. So I studied long and hard, and I learned the dark secrets of the serpent people who ruled this world before men walked upon it. And that led me here. And now, watch and tremble in fear, for I am about to awaken their greatest god. He raises his hand up. And it kind of glows all white, like there's some kind of huge cold light burning around his hands. What are you going to do? Well, Helvi's going to take the spear and try to throw it and hit his hand. That sounds like a good plan. Ox, what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to try to throw my axe at it. Oh, nice. You guys can both roll those dice. Helvi's, Helvi's going to yell, not today, and throw that spear. I got five, and he got a five. We both got fives. Both got fives. Okay. Well, the first thing that happens is that Helvi's spear kind of goes whack right through his arm and pins it to... uh, She must have thrown it pretty hard because she's pinned his arm to a a pillar behind him. The next thing that happens is that Ox's axe whacks through, cracks into that pillar, and the hand just kind of falls off. And uh, this mad, crazy wizard screams in pain and then you realize he's screaming in pain but he also seems to be screaming in fear and you don't think it's because he's afraid of you you look around that giant statue is starting to turn from stone into something altogether more alive what are you going to do uh oh so it's still kind of stone yeah it's you can see the kind of the green scales are just kind of spreading up it it's going to take it a few seconds. And Helvi, Helvi runs over over to it and uh, starts pushing on it. 
you know, and hopefully, hopefully Ox will know that she's what she's trying to do. She's trying to push it over while it's still kind of a stone. So it, maybe it'll fall down and break everywhere. Hey, Ox, what are you going to do? Um, you going to help or are you going to do something else? What do you think? Is it a bad thing that it's not turning into stone and something different? Hmm. Well, you can wait and find out or you can or you can decide to do something. What are you going to go for? Um, Helby's just looking at you pushing on this thing. But you do what you want to do. Wait, what was the other option set for wait and find out? Well, Helby's trying to push it over while it's still kind of a stone before it turns into this big snake creature. She's trying to push it over. Oh, I'm going to help Helby push it over. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say, Helby, roll your sprinting dice. And Ox, can you roll your being really strong dice? Yeah. That's your D8. Yeah. I got a three. I got a one. No! Okay, Helvi is, is sprints up to the thing, pushes it as hard as she can, and it kind of teeters slightly. Ox stands there, and, and just for a moment, he thinks about it. Maybe he thinks about it for a moment too long, and then he rushes over, pushes, and it does fall over. But by now, it's no longer stone. There's this kind of giant serpent just flops to the ground, and then it rears itself up, and then it lunges with terrifying speed straight towards that mad wizard in purple, and devours him in a single bite. Oh. A great hissing cheer goes up from the serpents all around. What are you going to do? Hmm, so it ate the mad ice wizard. Hmm, what do you think? Maybe this thing, I mean, the, the snake people said they want to they, they use it to, to get rid of all the warm-blooded people. We're warm-blooded people. Do you think this thing's bad, or... I mean, it ate that. It ate that wizard. I kind of think it's bad, and sometimes it can be good. You think we can maybe talk to it, see see what see what if it's going to be bad or? Uh, I kind of want to talk to it. All right, what do you want to say to it? Let's say, like, um, I don't really know what to Helby. say to it. All right, Helvie's going to say, "Why? Why did you eat the wizard?" She's hoping this thing talks. Maybe it's just going to eat her now. But The giant snake turns and lifts itself up until it's high, high above you. You can see its long coils stretching out behind it. Uh, this thing is huge. And it looks down towards you. And you know when it sees you that it is ancient. It is thousands and thousands of years old. And it is certainly intelligent, and it understands what you say. And you hear a voice in your heads. It's not talking, but you understand what it wants. And it says, he tried to command my people. So we hear that in our heads. Yeah. Do, do you want to do you, do you kill all the warm-blooded people? We is- wish to sleep. Undisturbed. They want to sleep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if if we leave, will you just go back to sleep? Maybe we we don't tell anybody that you're here. How did you get in? Mm-hmm. Well, how do we get in? How do we find this place? Well, we're just fighting. We we helped that guy. Remember? We helped the guy, and remember we helped that guy and. Just we saw this door and we went in it and found this cave. We saw this door and we went in and found this cave with a kind of like a snake creature. 
and then, and then like three of them started to pop up. I see. If you will close and hide the entrance you used, then you may go in peace, and we may sleep undisturbed. But if we are ever woken again, then we will ensure that our sleep is undisturbed by wiping out the race of monkeys that has taken our land. So Helvi, Helvi says, just one minute. And she drags Ox over, over to the side of the room and says, I don't, I don't think we can beat this thing with your axe and with my rocks. So, so maybe we just leave and we cover up the entrance and we just don't ever tell anybody about it. What do you think? Yeah. You think, you think that's a good plan? I mean, we have to make sure we don't ever tell anybody because he said if we wake him up, he's going to come out and destroy everybody. Okay. Let's just not tell nobody. Okay. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him we're going to tell him we're going to go and we're not going to tell anybody. We'll cover up the entrance. Tell him. We're going to go and we're not going to tell anybody about the entrance. Very well. You may leave. Disappoint me and you will suffer. Well, we won't disappoint you. We. No one will ever, 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 ever know about this place. And you see a bunch of the, the snake men kind of clearing a path for you. Um, all right. So we'll we'll walk back out the way we came and, and, and just all the way out. And once we get out, we'll we'll start putting rocks back up and try to cover this this hole back up. Yeah. So you do that. And I think maybe, uh, you know, maybe at the end, that's it's kind of getting towards evening and you have a long, long walk to the next village. Um and you get there kind of, it's late at night and the, the tavern is just closing up and there's, there's almost, uh, in fact, you're not going to get a, a, anything to drink there tonight. Um, but you see um, uh, Bjorn uh, is just coming out as you're coming in. And he looks at you and he says, uh, oh, you made it. Uh, tell me, uh, what was there in that tunnel? There was... Remember our deal. There was some, there was some little big long lizards and oh no you can't tell him oh yeah you have to think of something think of a story something some lizards and there's some there were some you told him there were lizards and how big were they like this big and he kind of indicates maybe they were like they were real tiny real yeah. real small just nor normal normal lizards two inches yeah two inches. oh okay i thought you meant like big like maybe like maybe the size of a foot Oh no, not not even that big. Yeah. Let's see. I don't. I don't. Did we find anything else in there, Ox? No, just the lizards. Yeah, just just a bunch of little lizards. I mean, just running around. Hey. I mean, well, you guys have a good night now. You Maybe too. you'll find an adventure uh, in the next valley over. Well, I think I think I've had a good adventure. You know, I don't yeah. I don't think I need an adventure after you know not for a little while at least. All I need is a good bed to sleep in. All right. You think so, Ox? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we'll wrap that one up there, I think. Yeah, that was good. That was great. Thank you. Did you have fun, Eli? Yeah. You think you could play much more of this game, a lot more of it? Yeah. Yeah, more adventures with with uh, Ox and Helvy? Yeah. Yeah, I think they made a good team. Yeah, I love that, guys. That was really great. Well, thank you very much, Martin, for coming I on and running it for us today. Yeah, I especially liked that you cut the tail off the lizard. And then it grew back. That was, that was, that was really cool. That you added that. That was really cool. All right. Well, I think we'll wrap up there. Again, thank you, Martin, very much for coming on and running this little adventure for us. This this game's really fun. I think 
we're, you know, we're, we have a, uh, Eli has a smaller brother that maybe we can get in and tell some adventures with. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. It works really well with two players, I find. Yeah, I think, I think we'll grow some adventures here at home. So, yeah. but yeah, um, where, where can people find this book? So, um, this book, you can get this from drive through RPG, uh, to on PDF and, uh, as a print on demand and, since uh, since the start of this month, you can also get it from Studio Two Publishing. And if you want a hard copy, uh, that's going to be the quickest way to get it now because uh, they have that on stock and in hand. Uh, we've done an actual an actual print run now, so uh, it's become a big proper book. All right, excellent. I'll be sure to link to that stuff in in the show notes. That way, everybody can easily find it while they're listening to the episode and uh, put it out on Twitter and everything. So. Yeah, Brilliant. I think I think that's it. Um, is there any anything else you want to talk about today, or share, or anywhere people can find you online? Maybe. Um, yeah, if people want to find us online, we're at uh, www.amazing-tales.net, or if you search just for Amazing Tales on Facebook, you'll find our group there, and that's where uh, most of the, the new content and the news and that kind of stuff goes. All right, awesome, really cool. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit Roll2PlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Roll2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash tritachion.